Perfect. and welcome to the very first episode of the Reaction Therapy Podcast. I am Tom Stevens, your resident psychotherapist. I've been a psychotherapist for over 25 years in the mental health field. And man, not long ago, my son Nick and I just started doing video reactions. And look at what it's turned into, our very own Reaction Therapy Podcast coming straight to you, everybody. Nick, this yes. is my son, Nick. Yeah, I'm Nick for all y'all who are like, who's Nick? I've gotten that in the comments. I've seen that. Like, who's Nick? Well, I'm here. So. Yep. Brains behind the operation, the engineer, the producer, the director, the guy who yeah. sets the schedule. He plans everything out. He tells me what to record to. I just get to sit down in a chair, listen to a video and a song for the first time, react to it. He edits it. He takes care of it, puts it out. He's responsible for everything as far as the reasons why this thing has grown the way it is. It has been a great team effort. I love doing this with you. And yeah, he never gets seen, but here he is. So tell him. Yeah, I'm excited to do this podcast. Yeah, like like Tom said, I'm the one who kind of just picks everything. Um, I engineer it. He calls me the engineer or the, the creator of the operation, whatever you call me. Um, but yeah, I just do all that. I do whatever videos are going to come out. I pick them. Um, and by the way, I'll just give a plug. It's in a Google Doc. So if you want to request a song, um, there's a Google Doc in our description that you can look at. Um, Google Doc over 6,000 yeah, songs gosh, full at this point, which we're so thankful for that y'all would actually yeah. take the time to request music. And we'd love to do all of them. We really would. It's so much fun to do. And I think you've just had to manage your time with the most requested stuff that's out there. Yeah, I do my best to do that. Just the most requested. I go through every now and then and we'll just look for like, okay, what, what kind of like song am I going to pick? And then like who, um, what artists are, you know, the most popular. And that's how I pick them. It's definitely not <clears throat> me or Tom's choice necessarily all the time. We pick what y'all want to see. So if you want to have your chance to have your reaction, um, comment in the Google Doc. But anyway. So, so part of the reason why we decided to do this podcast, there's several reasons why, but it gives you a chance to be able to, number one, on my perspective, just as a mental health professional, to share more about the mental health field, major issues that are out there. Like I talk about on videos, stress, anxiety, depression, addiction, trauma, so many different things that I talk about a specific song with and lyrics, but I don't get to talk about generally. So you're going to get behind the scenes look at the mental health field, maybe some things that could even apply to your life or somebody that you love. And we are bringing more than just us to this podcast. So Nick, tell them more about what we're doing because one big key is the mental health field, but there's more. Yeah. I mean, so basically what we're doing here is we're trying, like you said, to kind of spread mental health awareness. That's our slogan. Uh, we're also here to kind of give you a behind the scenes look and to kind of show you what we do and to give us, to give you a history of kind of how we started that. That was kind of our idea from the beginning. We want to show y'all what the history was like, like what it was like at the beginning and then go through our journey of. Yes. We're going to go through from the yeah. very beginning from December 3rd, twenty. 21 when all this started with the first video we are going to get a chance to see what we picked why we picked how we planned it how all of this went from just a fun christmas project into a full 
blown operation with video reactions. And let me tell you, it has been a blast doing it, but it is definitely more, takes more organization now than ever did in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> well, for one, with the YouTube copyright issues, that is a whole issue by itself that we won't get into now. We probably will eventually on this podcast, but just because of all the new equipment we have, trying to advance everything, it takes a lot of work. And also just trying to appeal to everybody, it's really hard to get all the genres that people want to see out there and we're working our tails off trying to do that for y'all so we really are we believe the we have the most variety out of any kind of content creator in the music industry. but i also think one of the things we do on top of variety and trying to give as much mm -hmm. as we can uh, in terms of quantity is our focus is to spread mental health awareness to the world through music and lyrics and and maybe more in the future but really right now we want to take songs, music, and artists that are mental health focused because that's where my profession is. That's where my expertise is. And I think it's really unique to YouTube. So our goal is mental health, but there are specific reasons we wanted to do these episodes and this podcast because I think it's going to add so much to what we've already done at Reaction Therapy. And these podcasts are going to have specific focus each time we do them. Yeah, I think... Um, so basically how the episodes will go, that's one thing I wanted to kind of mention to y'all. Um, basically what we're going to have, we're going to have three different types of podcasts, if you will. We're definitely going to sprinkle in different things in our different podcasts. But the main things we're going to be covering are just kind of the history. Like I mentioned before, we want to go through our history from day one all the way to whatever day it is now because we've been doing it a while. Um, so that's one of the things we're going to talk about on our podcast the next thing will be interviewing artists. Um, that's one thing that's really, really cool, I think, is the ability to interview artists that that we've we've reacted to their songs and we wanna see what's 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 going on in their life and what they thought about a certain song, stuff like that. So we're gonna have a chance to interview artists and have that on our podcast as well. And Tom, do you wanna tell them kind of the last thing? Yeah, so on top of just mental health focused interviewing artists, we're also going well, I think I already said the mental health focus. Oh, the history. Yeah. So the last piece was the mental health focus. Sorry, I had a little bit of a moment there. Okay. Is the mental health focus. So we're going to have one of three topics each time as a core of this yeah. podcast. One is the history of reaction therapy and what's coming in the future. The second are specific interviews with artists we've actually reacted to that we're in contact with now setting that up. And the third is going to be the specific topic of mental health, stress, trauma, addiction, uh, PTSD, uh, all kinds of things that we have talked about. We're going to break those down even more to give you information about each of those topics to help you or a loved one in your life. So it's going to be so awesome. Cannot wait yeah. for this. This is a chance for us just to be us. We get the refined version on all these reactions. You get the edited version, you get the cleaned up version, and now you get to hear Nick and myself just talk about life and break out into yeah. whatever. I mean, there are no cuts here, so you're gonna see us mess up. That's okay, that's part of it. Um, and we've had a lot of messing up to get to where we are now, but I think we do. Super pumped. So Let's I'm do super this. For this. So uh, one thing that's gonna kind of go through each episode i wanted to kind of go through the episode and what's going to happen so first we're going to like today we introed um the next episode will probably be we'll talk about a 
topic to start the show. So something going on in the world or something going on in the music industry or the therapy industry, something like that. I don't know if that's the word therapy industry. I've never heard that word. But that'd be a cool song, yeah. actually. Um, so we'll do that. Um, and we'll do some Q and A's. That's one thing that's really cool is we will put yes. up a poll on our community tab yeah. on YouTube and kind of see what people want to know. And we have probably, I think 20 questions. Uh, I don't know if we'll get through all of them today. I love that. Lot. There's a lot in but, life that just happens yeah. mental health wise that we can talk about. And there's a short amount of time for us to do this. So we're not going to be able to cover everything and it's hard to keep this thing moving along, but we're here to give you something that's entertaining to listen to, but also informative. Yeah. So we'll do Q and A's um, and then we'll get into the kind of the heart of the episode. So whether that's an interview or whether that's just a topic like today, talking about the history, a little bit of it, or if it's a mental health topic. Mm -hmm. So we'll get into that and then we'll close it kind of just with closing announcements. Yeah. And we have something really cool at the end that I think will be really cool to other um, to people to see that yeah. I'm not going to mention until we get there. So there is but some meat kind of, in every episode. Just yeah, remember that. It's going to be sprinkled in different things, but I think it's going to get going to be very informative for y'all. So let's get All right, into it. It's time. So let's talk about first, let's talk about some current events. Let's talk about the recent um, mass shooting that just happened. I want to, I know it's not the best topic right now, but I want to, I want to get your taste on like the mental health side of it. It happened in Uvalde, Texas. I believe yep. that's how you think. Um, and so we're not really going to get into politics or anything, but just kind of the mental health side of it. I want to see what, what you think. So go ahead. Yeah, this is right into the aspect of trauma. It's so sad, you know, that a school shooting would happen, especially just two days before the end of school. And in Uvalde, which is just about three hours to the west of where we are here in Houston, Texas, and it's close to home. It's happened in this state before. And the main point being, I think that people are losing sight of is that, you know, there is a tragedy that's happened. There are children involved in this. And the thing that concerns me uh, several fold in terms of families that have been affected and devastated by this is children that have also been around this that are still going to have to go back to school come August and at, into that same school even, which is not going to be easy. And so there's so many layers to deal with this. But I think the bigger picture is how in the world do these things keep happening? And what can, because mentally stable people don't do this. Like this is not something that a normal thinking person does. You have to be kind of out of your mind to do this. So it goes way back. It's not something that just started last week, but these children, you know, who have all been traumatized, the parents, the siblings, the neighborhoods, everybody who've been affected by this forever dealing with it. If they don't get help for this, they play it out in their lives, their jobs, their relationships forever from now on and can't trust in a lot of situations that they feel like they are going to be backed into a corner, trapped or put in a dangerous situation, even though they're not. So this is a really tough thing that I think we need to pay attention to the children that are have been affected by this, that are still alive because they are many times ignored in a situation like this and they go along as if life's normal, but young children who are in elementary school, their brains aren't fully developing yet. So they need people around them that can allow them to express their feelings. Play is a huge piece of this when you're in elementary school. You've got to be able to play, play out your feelings, play out your, your emotions, the things that are going on inside your body, and try your best to not center news uh, 
shows talk inside your kitchen or living room about this try to keep that away from them but if they need to talk about it or they need to express it they need to draw they need to play they can do that because and i'd get them to a mental health person as quickly as possible emdr could help yeah. tremendously even with children with this which we've talked about i can get into some other time but emdr is a treatment uh, that will help the central nervous system settle down but long story short nick it's a tragedy and there's nothing that can be done to fix it. What's been seen cannot be unseen or what's been experienced can be unexperienced. And here we are. We're going to have to take care of the children and the families that are still there dealing with this in the aftermath. Yeah, I was going to, that was a lot in there. Hmm. Take, take a sip of water. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting, which is what I mentioned earlier uh, when we were just talking about this off camera, was um, that part about how people who do that are not right in their head. Yeah. And I think it's total mental problems that they have. And, you know, you've seen with this shooting, the killer actually killed a relative of his before he even killed yeah. those kids. So like that clearly so is not right in the head. Um, and mm. I mean, mental help is needed in the world, especially with people like that. Also, I think what's interesting was the fact that, Man, I lost my train of thought. Okay. This, this is a great episode. Move on to the next topic. Q and A. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just it's just a sad story, and it's not fun for anybody, yeah. especially with the kids. Like, especially if they had siblings or whatever. Like, their siblings that young, yeah. especially like, because it was elementary. So th yeah. these kids could have been five, six years old, and really, yeah, like just are just starting to know their siblings, and to have them like taken away is just. Yeah, there are a lot of things we could talk about. There's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of politics. There's a lot of what ifs or what should happen. But really beyond this, like that's not, I try to stay in my lane. I try to be a person who doesn't talk about a lot of things. I'm not, I'm not a politician. Yeah. I'm not a professional athlete, you know, so I try to stay in my lane. I'm not even a music artist, so I try not to critique music, right? In my reactions, I try to critique the lyrics. Yeah, good point. And so mental health wise, we have people that need to be helped now that are still around this. And also, by the way, people, remember this happened September 11th, those of you who are old enough, like me, to remember that when the Twin Towers fell up in New York, that there are people who have watched this on the news who are traumatized and they're not even living there. So you have to pay attention to, and with children, the best thing you can do is let them express what they need to, not to question them, not to try to reassure them over and over again, because you're gonna try and you know, it'll be great, it'll be okay, it'll be safe. You can't ever guarantee somebody they're completely safe at any point, so you just don't need to say that. You need to reflect their feelings with words, say how they feel, and pay attention to whether or not their mood is up, down, or confused. Man, Tom's speaking facts over here, yeah. Let's go. I think that's enough for, for, the, let's move on. for heavy topics. So yeah. let's get into a Q&A. Uh, topics. So if y'all don't know, um, every now and then, for now until we stop doing this podcast, we will ask for, Q for questions from y'all. So we asked on our community tab yesterday. I was pumped about this. We actually talked about it. I didn't know Nick did. And all of a sudden he's like, yeah, we got questions. People asked. Yeah, we have a ton let's of questions. Let's go. So we'll get through some of them now and some of them later in the episode. So the first one comes from Lolly Lolly. So that's quite all right, Lolly. Um, this is a long question too. Wow. I'm gonna Can you to consolidate it? I will do my best. I should have read these before. Ooh. I did not. Uh, That'll basically, happen next time. Yeah. The first, the first part of it is how did you start listening to Juice World and was it from me? So uh, the Juice World came directly from Nick. I honestly, honestly, Nick, you can even tell them this. I did not know who Juice World was. I remembered yeah, there was this funny guy. It's like something about juice that had died 
That was what I knew. And it was a young artist. And I thought, oh, another rap artist. Okay, whatever. I legit, like I listened to Run DMC growing up for rap, but I didn't listen to really any modern Eminem. Like I would listen to him uh, just because it's good to work out to and run to. But it, when I got this Juice World song, uh, which I think was the second song we did, I believe, uh, I just, I was totally diving in to see, can I really appreciate this and understand what it is, hear the words, and I don't think I appreciated the music as much at first because I was too busy trying to hear the words. Oh, yeah. And then as you, if you go back and watch my metamorphosis, oh, right wow. from the first one to the, to now, we'll, you can we'll see I'm too. feeling that, but that came yeah. totally from Nick. Yeah, I do have to say I was, I wasn't even the biggest Juice World fan. I knew who he was, but I definitely am a bigger fan of his music now than I was when we first started. So totally answer. <laughs> totally. I am a, I'm, I love Juice World. I love his music and I don't, you know me and I don't hide the fact that I don't agree with all the time, the way things are said or the words, yeah. but people get on me. Like, why are you getting so upset about profanity? I'm not upset about profanity. It's okay. My children will tell you I've had profanity myself in my house. It's just the overall themes that I have a hard time with sometimes, yeah. you know, when it's talking about women or it's talking about certain sexual acts, like that's what I have trouble with, but it's okay. Yeah. I can take it. I'm a big boy. I just try to tell you what my feelings are about it and my interpretation like, of lyrics, but like, I love juice. Like out my way. That's one song that just, I remember when you oh, were boy. Here, like, why are we doing like, there's nothing in here. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, the next question comes from our good friend, Zachary Zabala. Hey Zach. He, he said, if you could choose one artist you have reacted to on reaction therapy that you had to listen to for the rest of your life, which artists would you choose and why? So you have one artist that we react to to listen to for the rest of your life. The rest of my, man, just off the top of my head, it would be NF, obviously, because number one, I appreciate where he's come from, what his life has been, and the range of music he has. So I've got some music that's that's chill, that's mellow. I've got some music that's deep, that's dark. I've got some music that's fast, that's cool. I've got a whole range of that. And so there are different artists where I don't, feel that same way about what they do. So NF would be it. Interesting. The second one, and, and this is what I'm learning, I just don't know enough about yet. The second one is 21 Pilots for sure, because I'm, I'm so new. We're just doing the journey with them and I'm following their first album. And I love what I'm hearing because I'm a huge 21 Pilots fan because of the depth of the lyrics yeah. and the coolness of the music, the uniqueness. But I don't know enough about them yet to say, hey, I know them. Like that's, I think I know enough about NF to cover myself. Yeah, and what a, what a movie that we got to see a, a week ago or so. Oh, the, yeah, the, the 21 a, Pilots That experience. made me more of a fan than I was before. I mean, I, I like a couple of their songs, um, but that concert if you get a chance to either see it or i don't know if it'll be on dvd or not that movie yeah it's quite quite a very show. cool um okay let's see next one gosh this person has a lot from ck so uh he or she says i have a couple so first i'll, I'll do this one favorite nf song and why favorite nf song hmm i've always i don't know each one i do is my favorite each one i do I think I liked song. I'll go away from video, but my favorite song is probably the um, the one. I guess maybe it's Nate. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Where he talked to his younger self. Yeah, I think that was it. So that's the one I think I love the most because it was him talking to his younger self and explaining what life was going to be like, and he laid out life so clearly. 
and what was going to happen. And it's almost like I see for my life. I don't think I would want to know what was going to happen because of all the pain and struggle to go through. But yeah, that was good. Yeah, I would say probably mine. I'll just answer this for me too, because you know, it's, yeah, it's um, both of us. It's half my podcast too. So, anyway, um, <laughs> my favorite probably definitely is "Real." Um, that's the song that you reacted to. It. Yeah, it has a music yeah. video with him in a plane. Um, oh, that yeah. song, it has wow. my favorite quote of all time, which is "If God ain't real, real isn't." I just think, yes, hey, if so God good. isn't real, then that ain't real. Or if God ain't real, real isn't. So real is not a word. If God doesn't exist, which means God does exist anyway. So I think that was my favorite line in that song, but so that good. has a ton of just like being real. And that's his slogan is real music. And so that it's just has resonated with me. I really like remember this also. Yeah. It has a lot. Just every single line is facts and mm-hmm. it's just it's so cool. So anyway, let's go on to the next question real fast. We have time for one more. One more. And then we'll get back to it a little later. Yes. Um, let's see. I'm not, and we're not going to do that one. That will take too much time. We might get back to it later. So let's, if you got to meet, this is from Christian Roney. If you got to meet one artist you have reviewed, who would it be to meet them? I was able to? Meet them in person, yeah. Christian, oh boy, this is tough. If it was one and one only, this is really, really hard to answer. Uh, Hmm. I have to I have to go with NF first because of the library of music I've covered with him yeah. and his story and the mental health perspective of just hearing about his story and his purpose with moving forward, getting married, having a child. The 21 Pilots is directly behind them uh, because especially with Tyler uh, being there from the very beginning, but to talk to Tyler and Josh and and just hear a little bit about kind of where they've come from. And then the third, obviously, is Eminem, which, you know, everybody says, don't worry about it. That's never going to happen. So I'll put him up there because I still would have the dream of being able to meet him and talk with him about being a dad. That's really my big questions for Eminem, what it's like being a dad and how he felt about being a dad then versus now and what he wants dads in the future to be able to hear. So I've got great questions that I could ask all of these people, but it's got to be NF and 21 Pilots at the top for sure. Interesting. I mean, yeah, like... I think that's cool about Eminem being a dad because he has so many songs about being a dad. Like you have Bad Husband, you have, I can't think of the names of the songs, but he talks a lot about, you know, his kids and his relationship with Kim. And so I think that would be interesting with that. But yeah, possible podcast in the future if Eminem, if you're watching this, we want you on a podcast. Yes, anytime. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. Awesome. Okay, so let's go into now, let's just go back. so we'll get back to those questions in a little bit. But now let's talk about how we started. I think this is going to be so cool. We're going to dream I've had here. Yeah, we're going to do this kind of we're going to break it up. We're going to talk about it a little bit in this episode and we'll get more throughout and we'll just keep going until we catch up to now. Yeah. So we've waited almost six months to talk about this yes. because it's been almost six months. A week from now, actually, will be six months since we've done the very first video for reaction therapy. And so to go back and be able to talk about people ask all the time, how did this begin? And what was, you know, we're not, I'm, I'm a person who has a, like I said, a counseling practice. So I've been a mental health person and my wife also for my entire career over 25 years. And so I'm a therapist that just goes to work and has my practice. I've been very fortunate and blessed to raise my children, be married over 22 years and just 
have a very fortunate life. And then all of a sudden, and I love music. I've always loved music. But then to get the opportunity at Christmas time, you know, Nick and I talk all the time about different videos and reactions, and he's watched a lot of reactions in the past. And, you know, for us to get there pre-December 3rd, which was, I guess, when he got home for Christmas break, we were just chatting, right? And then it just started coming into, well, maybe this is possible. Yeah, I mean, I started, um, I remember I got home early because we had when COVID happened, our school did where you got off at Thanksgiving and you just stayed home. You didn't go back after yeah. Thanksgiving to school. So we were home and we were just kind of sitting there and like, what should we do? Like, we want to do something like something's got to happen. Yeah. That's just kind of fun. Let's just do something fun. And I'm like, well, I watch these reaction channels to music and we both love music. We're both big music fans. Um, don't really, you know, know ton about it but we like music and i got i introduced um to kind of like no life shack and laid back and showed him those and even before i remember i can remember years like a couple years ago just how i showed um no life shack and how you would watch the videos and like we would send them to each yes, other when we thought yes. they were funny so that's kind of where that so you knew who those people were and we're just like let's do that and i have a background in youtube not a big one obviously because i had I think 80 subscribers across two channels I started. So anyway, I did. I started, I love, I just love making videos. It was something that, you know, helped. I thought, thought it was just fun. It was a way yes. for me to kind of branch out a little bit more and kind of just get out there in the public. And I thought it was really cool. I talked about sports. I did just a regular channel just about my life. And I'm not going to plug those because they're not good. Those videos are bad. So. They're so bad. Anyway, so getting on with it. We start, I'm like, hey, I have done YouTube before. I think it'd be cool. Maybe we can just react to music. Like we watch the reactions and I'm like, you're a therapist. So why not, you know, give you a chance to like, see if you can dissect lyrics. And we both kind of came up with that. You probably came more up with the lyric side of it. I was just thinking YouTube. Yeah. So I was like, okay, look, I can listen to whatever music you put in front of me. If you put an F in front of me, great. Because obviously we had just been to their con his concert. And so I yeah. thought, ah, I know this music. I really didn't, but I thought, put the music in front of me. Let me watch the video. I got this. Like I'm a mental health professional. I've spoken in public. I've, I've done great videos on YouTube. I had like, you know, zero subscribers, but great marriage and parenting videos out there. If you still dig around and find them, people have, I've seen it's great information. Have. And, people go and I never there. got any views. And yeah. all of a sudden, so I said, put this in front of me. I can do this. And I never knew how hard it is to sit in front of a camera for the first time and listen to something and give a reaction to it. Honestly, y'all, it is very difficult to be able to look into a camera here and say, let me listen to this music and let me understand the words it's saying. And because if I'm just listening to the to the music and like, do I like this sound or not? That's one thing. But I'm trying to hear, is there a message behind this? And I'm doing this to an audience of many people who already know the music and are seeing whether I pass the test or not. And I fail constantly. So I have to live with failure and I have to be OK with that because I'm here to learn from you, too. And so when I did this, I thought this is great. And I thought I was super like into it and entertaining. And I went back and watched and I'm like, this is horrible. Like, I can't believe I'm well, so focused on the material. My face just yeah. went well, that's completely numb. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we first started, we were just trying to, to make it. So like, let's talk about like the first, like the very first, first song couple days, even of doing it. 
Yeah, so Nick says, all right, you're gonna do an NF song first. This is what you need to do because I think this song is has got enough views out there. Yes. And it was NF um Just like you. Just so like you. Basically what happened, I was like, okay, if we want to do this, we gotta do a popular song. And you were I think we're on the train of like, let's do NF. Like NF is a good good one to break down. Yeah. We we both love NF. We didn't really know even Juice World at that point yeah. yet. Uh, so let's do NF and I'm like, okay, I got to think of now a song that is popular, but also has mental health lyrics that we're going to be exactly true. I, I knew from doing YouTube in the past, you have to have like an, an, a niche niche niche, what you call it niche. Yep. Um, so I'm like, you, we got to have something different because we can't just be a reactor. We got to do something different. And so we're like, let's bring mental health in it into it and so i'm like okay just like you have a lot of mental health stuff let's do that yeah and you're like okay let's do it and that's how that first video started so i listened to that and then i think we did one the next day which was a, a juice world i believe because i was going to work and i was trying to see my clients and and i was just kind of like well this is fun and all but and we do it during the day yeah. in our dining room you know and horrible lighting with bad sound and everything yeah. else is yeah. terrible and i come home after like the second day and I see Nick at the dining room table looking at things and doing stats and stuff like that. And I said, how's it going? He said, dad, we're, we're going, going somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget it. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, we got like 200 views or something. Yeah. It was a tiny amount. I'm like, and we got 200 views. Like that's more than I've gotten on any other video ever. And then it just kept going, kept going. and we could literally refresh the page on my phone on YouTube and it would just keep climbing. And we're like, you've got to be kidding me. So this is actually working. And I said, so this is great. We did it, Nick. And he's like, no, this is the beginning because now we've got to do this every day. Yeah. I'm like, Get ready. okay, now that we're doing something, I, I, I think I even said this. I'm like, so this turned into something from something fun into a job. Like this is going to be a job now. From and that moment, I'm like, I envisioned it. I'm like, okay, we got to actually like really get to work. And the cool part was the job was together. Like the yeah. job was me to be able to spend time with my son and the job was for him. Well, I think to be able to spend time with his dad, but also to be able to kind of grow something from the ground up and make it, make, make it into something that was used out in the world and people appreciate yeah. it. It was so fun to see the growth. And I think the work part, we both appreciated and actually enjoyed finding the next song or the yeah. next topic. And I think, yeah, I think, so the first song we did was Just Like You. The next song I think we did was Wishing Well. Mm -hmm. I think that was the next Juice World song. And they both did good. And they're, yeah. they're really, they still are good compared to, you know, most yeah. videos. But we did the third song, which I'm like, okay, so this is where we really started. This is where we, where I knew, I think, I don't know if I said this, I don't know if I said uh, we're going somewhere on this part or not but it was a friday and juice world had just dropped at midnight that's what happened he had dropped um a song and i looked and i saw it. i'm like oh wow he just dropped a song we gotta do that and so i texted you and i'm like okay burn that was the name of the song I'm like he just dropped a song you gotta do this when you get home and i'll put it out tonight like i'll edit it and i'll get it out tonight i and by the way i didn't really know how to edit as much back then so yeah. i was just like let's just get it out yeah and see so you got to realize our Wi-Fi is bad. Oh, we, gosh. our computers are bad. Oh, we don't have much going for us in terms of equipment at this point or terrible. sound or anything. Yeah. We like, but it was so fun. We were like our dining room table downstairs. Yep. Um, we had, and I'll tell you this in a second, or I guess I'll tell you it now if I'm mentioning it. 
we didn't have OBS back then. That was before yeah. OBS. That was yeah. I had a Logitech camera and I used the software that it came with. And to it was all fuzzy. So I was I... using my MacBook Pro that had no capabilities of doing any kind of, the fan was blown. It was just awful. One of the things that's a big challenge here for people starting out like us is that we know a lot of the problems that are out there. Like in other words, it's very hard to see hundreds of comments about the sound or about the video or about this or that when we already know that the problem exists and we can't fix it because we literally didn't have the equipment. And I knew there's no way we're going to be able to keep going with the equipment we have if we do more. But we didn't expect this until we were behind the eight ball, y'all. It's like opening a restaurant and all of a sudden there are lines out the door, but you didn't buy enough food to cook because you didn't think that many people would come. We really didn't. Yeah, we were not prepared for the growth we had. Honestly, we just weren't. Um, so I think, but burn was a video. So we put that out. And just to quickly mention this, um, that video blew up. It's one of our biggest videos still to this day on this channel. And for such a crappy, sorry for my language, crappy video that it was, it was, okay. <laughs> it was really bad. Uh, if you go back and watch it, people probably still are commenting. The audio is terrible. Like we, we've definitely improved from there, but that video just completely blew up. And okay. I'm like, okay, that was when I really do. I'm like, we need to keep doing this because people are wanting it and people are commenting and saying this has really helped me. And I'm like, dang, this is going to turn into something. Yeah. So I'm a real relational guy. And those of you who know me, especially the people on Patreon or the people that I've had communication with, I appreciate relationships. And so I'm a guy who wanted to check every comment, wanted to respond to every comment. And Nick's like, you're just not going to be able to do that. There's just going to be too many coming in. And I worked hard. I spent time. I spent hours trying to respond to comments, appreciating yeah. comments. And also I think the first two weeks, we're super adrenaline rush. Yes. Like, I think we both were excited. It was around Christmas time. You know, I was able to do my work and still balance this pretty well because I usually slack off a little bit client wise because everybody's traveling and stuff at Christmas. Yeah. So it wasn't as pressure packed. And those first two weeks were so fun because we were just like next video, next video. And Nick started just planning yeah. ahead. So when people ask about it, we were literally flying by the seat of our pants because y'all, I don't know any of this. I don't know the artists to react to. Yeah. I didn't think somebody like Suicide Boys, I would ever listen to in yeah. my life. And so I didn't know who was alive, who had passed away, why they passed That's away, awful. what their music. But, yeah. I mean, really, I yeah. just was stuck. And Nick was like, well, I will start planning and charting and getting the songs down, the different artists, yeah. and we'll start taking reactions. Didn't have a Google Doc at all. We just took reactions from people. Trust me, we didn't even have a description with links to anything. So we it was were cool. Just yeah, that it was, was fun. It was very cool. And maybe because I, I was just sitting in a chair doing the videos and I didn't have to take stress. Nick, brains behind the operation, handled all of that. I just got to sit there. Yeah. Speaking of what you just said, it's like you didn't know anything. You were just there to like record. Like yeah. you're just, okay, let me talk my mental health and that's it. And I'm like, okay, I got to do everything else. Great. I'm going <laughs> to fail miserably. But mind you, without any experience, like we were just literally. Yeah. I mean, when I looked at other people's reactions, because I didn't watch other people's reactions before yeah. I did them, mm -hmm. then I'm like, wow, I need to learn how to do this a little better yeah. because there is an art to learning how to present me to you in terms of reaction. I needed to show you more of who I really was, and I wasn't doing that in the beginning. I realize that now, y'all. Yeah. So when people ask about how this got started, it got started by a fun time of the two of us 
enjoying something together and also yeah. the opportunity to reach people for me, like I'm, this is selfish for me to reach people beyond my office. Y'all, I can only see so many people in my office every week. I really can. It's an hour at a time and that's the way that it goes. But when I do these reactions, I can talk to so many people around the world about what I know, what I've done, and also with hope and inspiration that life can get better. And so I'll take any chance I can with it and I'll look as foolish as I need to listening to music to be able to do that. And so I'm grateful to y'all for that. Yeah, I just, I mean, I totally agree with what you said. And I think it's also cool that I can really, it was a passion of mine. I love doing YouTube. I love the editing process, which most people hate editing. If you talk to other YouTubers, yeah, they don't like editing. It's something that's not fun. For me, I enjoy it. I enjoy looking at kind of where I can put things in. And I mean, obviously now I have the classic effect on the videos the screen shake is yep. people call yep. it so i've love learned it. all that and i'm doing i'm learning more things as i go and it's really cool i love to learn that kind of stuff i'm a marketing person i just love doing that and so with this yeah. it gave me an opportunity to do that as well as see people's life change which yeah. we'll talk about definitely more as we get through this podcast but yeah i mean i'm just so excited on being You've gotten better and better as each week has gone by, Nick. You have really upped your game. We have worked hard yes. to try to be better at what we do and present something better to you. And Nick has learned and studied and tried to apply new things. And when something didn't work, we fixed it. When something needed to be changed, we changed it. And we do our best to adapt because that's what you wanted. So the first two weeks were so jam-packed, you know, the, from the 3rd to the 17th. And I think I'd written it down that our 5K live stream was on the 18th, which is basically two weeks after we started. So we had 5,000 followers in two weeks. Crazy. And for us, it was going nuts. We were like yeah. crazy with that. And when we go back and see, do you remember that 5K? Like people don't realize if you watch that 5K, which is terrible quality and all that Gosh. stuff, but we did, a, we did a couple reactions on that just from people. Yeah. Remember Charlotte was one of them yep. that we did on there, but there was another reaction on there as well. And... Do you remember the why we had the Ethernet cable? Well, first we tried the Wi-Fi, wasn't working. <laughs> we had to cut the stream off. Actually, we had an off. Ethernet cable from the computer all the way through the house into the study where our main internet came into the house, and it was there were just wires going everywhere, and we were trying to do everything we could to keep this together because there were people coming on, and our I think our internet or our computer could not hold it, and it was oh, yeah. the most yeah. chaotic five K live stream. I mean, yeah, I mean, this computer we have now is built for heavy-duty things like this. My little tiny MacBook Pro that is just the tiniest thing ever, it's still to this day, I'm getting a new computer, by the way, but still to this day, every video I edit takes 25% of my battery away, and also the fan runs like it's about to explode. So this thing, to have to record a two-hour live stream just wasn't good enough for it we still we made it through wasn't that fun though the and fact it was that really fun people yeah. wanted to be there to talk to us and we finally got a chance to talk to you yeah because we had just been doing videos and comments so yeah. we got a chance to talk live it was yeah, we, we loved we it. didn't know what a live stream like really was we did it for our first time and we probably looked stupid <laughs> we probably didn't know what we were doing but we had a blast on it yeah and just to see everybody and to get comments and to just be able to do that i think was super fun and Definitely the start of I mean, look, now. anybody who knows us, if you get the chance to talk to us, we are very different people, Nick That's and I. Very, he is much more organized. He is much more different. planned. I am much more talkative and out there, and he probably has to talk over me. 
And like I've done a couple of times. Absolutely. But, but we work so well together because I know my place and I try to step back and he knows how to cut me off when he needs to. And to keep us moving here. Otherwise I would just sit and talk about one thing for the entire hour. And so I like being able to sit here and talk to people and greet people, which is why I wish we had meet and greets and stuff. But those first two weeks to get to that 5k live stream was like, I'm done. I'm good now. I can retire now from YouTube because I feel so much love and I feel so much support and I feel so accomplished having gotten to that 5k live stream. The the fact that 5,000 people would subscribe to the product that we were putting out for fun. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say on this before we move on, I cannot tell you how many times in those two weeks we both wanted to quit. Like, I'm not kidding. Like we we wanted to quit the whole time. And yeah, I will say I'm less of a quitter, I guess, if yeah. that makes any sense. Like, I am determined to do things. Like, even for this podcast setting up, like, we've probably set up for an hour, set up for it. Well. And, I mean, that's part and, of it, though. That's part of the job. And, like, I think just having that mindset of, we're going to get this to work. Like, it's going to work. It's I huge. think, and for me, one of the things is, I, I, you know, I have a job. And a lot of people ask me, it's not like I'm, a young YouTuber who's just trying to make a career doing this, which I, I, man, I don't know how they do it because it is so much pressure to be young. And especially if you're married or have a family or have your own life to support that it is very difficult to make this because it takes a steady stream of producing content and being able to engage people to stay with you. And it's very hard. So I have a job. I have a career that I'm blessed with that, by the way, I'm on the downward slide of, I don't have tons of years left, which is thankful because I'm, I look forward to the day of slowing down or retiring, of being with my grandchildren, all that stuff down the road. But for me, I'm blessed. I have a great practice. I have a great life. And I get the chance to be able to do this without any pressure to survive. But I do know now, two weeks to six months now, I do know now how much it takes to produce this, to plan for it, to prepare for it. And when people talk about you know, having a Patreon page or subscribers or, you know, any kind of bringing any kind of income in. It is a lot of investment for me buying a whole brand new laptop, buying all different kinds of lighting equipment, uh, buying a Vimeo for the Patreon to be able to have. There is there is a huge investment here for us in producing the best thing we can. And I love doing it. I want to keep doing it because it's so much fun. But it's been a lot of work with so much reward because... Of you because of people who've listened and the questions they have. Yeah. So let's comments get into they have. Let's get into that. More so questions. So okay. that by the way, that is kind of our first two weeks of um, how we became what we became. So if you want to hear more, tune in next time. We're gonna do that. So every now and then it's not gonna be every single episode, but every now and then we'll take a piece. Every episode, we're gonna take a chunk of the time just to talk about a main thing, whether it's yeah. an artist, whether it's a history, or whether it's a mental health topic. So Next time we pick up with reaction therapy, it's going to be from the third week on, and we'll probably move like through the end of December. So this is the first half of December. We'll probably go up to New Year's where we did the New Year's. That was crazyville. So we're going to have a whole talk about how we planned all of our live streams. And you know us, we've tried to do things different. You know, we have mystery week. We've had five uh, five releases in one day. Gosh, We've done all kinds of was, things. Yeah. So we're going to go through our purpose Great. and our understanding of that. But anyway, yeah. let's move on. All right, let's go. Tim, I cannot say all, all right, thing. Tim. I apologize. What do you Tim, got for though, us? He said, it's a funny one. I read this before. And 
He said, you're such a good duo, but how'd you meet? Sorry, I really couldn't resist. So cool to see a father-son duo on YouTube. Isn't that great? Yep, we met on, on July 10th, 2001. That's my birthday. When he was born. I'm Unbelievable. Gonna get, I'm going to a bunch of texts on my birthday now. About to be well, 21 years old. On YouTube, I guess. It's It's been incredible. And honestly, we, and he said it before, wow, I get to see a whole new look at you, Dad, in oh, terms man. of the business side of what I, I do. Uh, because I can't even tell y'all because it is and even though I'm a therapist I still run a business and there are decisions that need to be made and I get very business-like yeah and you've seen and me in a whole now, now that I'm out of college and working doing this full-time I go up to the office where Tom works yep. and so now I I thought I saw it before I totally see the work side of Tom now so yeah. that's very, why very I have an incredible assistant Jackie who is amazing who runs everything I do at the office and she is so sweet and so kind and she helps my life be so relaxed that I can just be with people and appreciate who they are. But there's a lot of stress that goes in and Nick cushions a lot of this for me. I can sit here and be kind and nice and happy, but he handles the stress so well because I dump sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Next question is for me actually is from John Hernandez. He said, did you influence Tom to start a YouTube channel or was it his idea? So we've kind of already mentioned that it was kind of both. It was really. kind of both. I think without Nick, I wouldn't have done it. Like it was just a bunch of talk because yeah. I've seen people like no life shack. I've seen laid back up to when December started, I had seen them and I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like what these people do. And, and I thought, well, I could do that, but I really didn't have much confidence that it was really going to do a whole lot. So Nick's really the one that said, let's do this. I'll set it up. If he hadn't set it up, put the mic down, put the camera, I would not have done it. Yeah. Credit Nick. Cool. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, okay. We already kind of got that one. Here's a cool one that I read earlier. Also, it's from Hello Stranger. This Alrighty. Name is. Uh, this person said, Nick, what is the best memory with your dad? Tom, same question to you. What is the best memory with Nick? Man, on the top of my head. I'm kind of getting emotional here. No, I'm not. For sure. <laughs> really? No, I'm not. I could if I needed to, but no. Um, gosh, yeah, it's really on the top of my head. I really can't think of one. The one I will say that is coming to mind right now, maybe not my favorite necessarily, but the one that's coming to my mind right now is um, the time we went to a Houston Rockets basketball game. And we were we got really good seats from a friend, and we got wow, to go onto the court before memory. the game, and we got to be honorary captains and meet the captains. And that was when James Harden was on the Rockets, yep. going to basketball. Um, he was he's my favorite player in the NBA. Um, and yep. I got to meet him. I got to shake his hand, and got to meet the refs, and kind of just got to stand on the court and watch them warm up. I think like literally before this, yes. the starting buzzer jump ball. We're out there in the middle of the court talking to the refs. They're so nice, so kind. James Harden reaches his hand out and says, hi, I'm James. It was so nice how they treated Nick, and we got to take pictures with them. Mm -hmm. Great memory. I'll tell you mine. That was a wonderful one. Yeah. I'll tell you mine. Was the day that in Nick in high school, he did kind of a... a I thought you were about to say He did a, kind of a like, okay. college prep program. Yeah, well, I mean, that was amazing, but we really didn't do that together. Yeah. Oh, college prep program, and I took him out one day on a Tuesday on a surprise field trip away from school, and I took him to the Houston Open Golf Tournament. Golf has been his, he's loved golf. His we favorite sports, golfer is Ricky Fowler. So I took him out to the Houston Open on a Tuesday, which was a practice round. 
searched around for Ricky, found him on the 18th hole. We finished just walking to the 18th hole. Ricky was finished and trying to just rush off to get lunch or go away. And he signed a couple autographs and I just screamed out, Ricky, Ricky, I need, please come on. I was begging him and he turned around real quick and I said, picture real quick. And he turned around with Nick. Nick has it on, had it on his college dorm wall and he has it still here. I got a quick picture, which turned out perfect of Nick with Ricky Fowler right there. It was a memory I'll never forget to see Nick meet his hero. It was so much fun. Talk about bringing tears to my eyes. I just love those memories that I get with my son on top of being here and being able to see him uh, perform. It's the same with both my boys because they're so different. And I see Tony and he's an actor and I see him in films and I watch him behind the camera and I watch him on stage and I get to see that that's my boy doing something I never could have done at all. And he's shining in it. He's not just doing it. He is great at it. And Nick, the same way with finishing college in three years. Amazing. Yeah. I think you can wipe your eyes and need to wipe some tears Mm. away, (laughs) but no, I, I definitely think that those are cool moments and I'm looking forward to being a dad because I want those moments for my kids too. I can't, can't wait for that. Yeah. I'm a big believer in tradition. I'm a big believer in, you know, rituals and doing the similar things. We have rituals at Christmas time. We have rituals in the summer. We have tradition, you know? And so we, I love that because my family gave me that. And I think it's important for people mental health wise to create tradition and consistency and, and date nights with their children and date nights with their spouse. And, and I just love it. Awesome. So let's get, let's do a couple more. Um, this one says, what music do you listen to on your alone time? On my alone time right now, just so y'all know, just a shameless plug here. If you go to Spotify is the reaction therapy official playlist. I really do. It is up to date current right now with every song on YouTube that we've reacted to. Okay, I've taken it over and I've created, I've pulled all the songs in. It is over 14 hours long and I just, I shuffle it and I play different things. But if I'm going to listen to other music, uh, there's many times I've told y'all I listen to Christian music, like when I'm prepping for work and just getting in the right frame of mind. There's a lot of times Nick and Tony will tell you we're out in the pool swimming on the weekend. What do we listen to? 80s music because we love 80s music. My wife and I love the 80s. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I definitely don't love the 80s as much, but, you, you know, I'll, I'll listen to a couple things <laughs> here and there. Okay, here, let's do... One more? Yeah, let's do one more. I love these questions. Y'all are so great to ask these questions, and y'all put them, Nick will keep putting them out on the community page, yeah. community tab, and we will get to these questions. I would love to do a podcast regularly uh, like this to where we have a part of the episode where we answer these. This yeah. is so much fun. So this, this, the last one was by Adam. Um, Adam, this thanks. This one is by Carson Williams. I've seen him. Carson. He's been, he's been commenting on a lot of like our last, our intro, intro podcast that mm-hmm. we released. He commented on that. And then on this one too, he said, what made you want to start therapy? <laughs> and he says, I don't need it in the episode, but you know, it's in the episode now. Yeah. And when is it releasing to Spotify? So if you didn't know, I'll just say this real quick. Um, this podcast is going out on YouTube as a video, but also it will be going out on Spotify and Apple Music and anywhere you can yes. look for your podcast. It'll be on there. This episode will be coming out, I believe it is June 3rd. I think this episode is coming out June 3rd. So look awesome. for it on June 3rd. So, yes. But what made you want to start therapy? To, to become a therapist? Well, it's a this is a really loaded question. Yeah, I don't know if he meant reaction therapy or therapy. I think he meant therapy. Do you think so? Yeah. Just like being a therapist? Yeah. 
Well, it's a long story that I'll cut very short. I can tell you yeah. later. Basically, I didn't like school. I wasn't that great in school, honestly, in college. So I just kind of got through, got a psychology degree because it was kind of the easiest way to go. And I did like psychology. The very first psychology class, I loved it. It's just that I wasn't really a fan of school all the time. So I got through my undergrad and I realized I'm going to go work. I'm going to try to make some money. And I did. I worked for a computer, computer company, IBM, for a year and realized I hate this. I don't want to wear a suit to work. I don't want to sit in an office all day. So I got to go back to school. In order to be in the mental health field, you need a master's degree or higher. So I went back to grad school and I fell in love. The very first play therapy course I took, which is working with children in counseling, blew me away. And I was a fan from then on. And I became a fan of helping people, of understanding the mind, of pattern behavior, and of just, just being able to facilitate growth and change in people. And I had great mentors. So as I went through grad school, I realized I want to do this and I want to do it in a private setting where I have my own office with my own clients so that I can work one-on-one -on -one with them. I don't want to work at a hospital or an agency or a women's center or a nonprofit. I want to work somewhere where I can work one-on-one -on -one directly with them in my own practice. And so I mentored under several amazing people who helped me become who I am today. And I'd love to tell that story further on because some other time, because it was incredible. And I've grown and I've learned from mentoring and from experience and from trying new things by working with children from 18 months and up early on with trauma, abuse. There was foster children and adoptive children that I worked with all the way into parenting, couples, teenagers, all kind of stuff. We've had great experience with so many people, but what made me want to do it was graduate school. When I took courses where I actually got to see change in people and I got to actually practice doing it, sold me. Cool. Well, nice answer there. Um, so next we're going to move into kind of this time of what I like to call inspirational quotes with Tom. <laughs> so every episode I have come up with the idea that we are going to have Tom say a quote, um, something that he either ha he has a ton of them, by the way. Um, and I definitely didn't give him enough time to prepare for no this, kidding. but he has an inspirational quote, something that, you know, can inspire you this week as you watch it until the next episode. So what yeah, is first your... I'm, I'm like, okay, what do I need to go study? Do I need to read books and find somebody's no. amazing quote out there? No, it's a Tom quote. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I was trying to think of other people's quotes, like um, some really cool. Well, it yeah. can be other people's, but something that you either live by or kind of just like, yeah. So what's the one I've got, I've got all those, but for me, I'm going to start with what's on one of my shirts, not this shirt, but what's on one of my shirts, because y'all know, I say it a lot. Balance keeps me stable. I want you to hear that, remember it, and follow it. Because when, and that's play on words, right? I'm trying to be like a rapper. Like, balance keeps me stable. Like, hey, when you're balanced, like literally on one leg, if you're balanced, you're stable. And if you're balanced in life with, remember I talk about eating, sleep, exercise, just the basic things. And exercise yeah. is just movement. Sleep is just steady, regular sleep, not going to bed at three, one night in the morning and then, you know, not getting any sleep the next night and then getting 20 hours of sleep the next. It's, it's balanced sleeping and also eating. Just you, you can eat different things. It's just eating regularly and balanced food. If you do those three things, you will be balanced mentally. So if you can just remember, and, and I laugh sometimes at people in the comments who say, I don't even know, like, you don't even give any like therapy advice. I don't know what you're doing. And it's very few, but when I see it, I'm thinking, I'm not sure y'all are watching because I say this stuff all the time. Really Balance keeps me stable. If you can wake up every day and say, how am I going to stay balanced today? 
When am I going to move and get exercise? When am I going to eat so that I plan that so that I don't eat just one meal today or I don't just uh, stop and skip food all the way until 10 o'clock tonight? And how am I going to get steady rest? When am I going to get myself to bed? When am I going to wake up? And let me plan that. You will be better off, I promise you, today than you were yesterday. So balance keeps me stable. If you can remember that, buy the shirt we have, the merch that we've got with it. It's there. And in the description, by the way, you just will not believe how good your life can get if you create balance in it. Too many people do too much. And the the adage that I'll say, this isn't my quote, but it's one I've heard years ago and I love. Double quote is just because you can doesn't mean you should. I don't even know there's a person that invented that. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because you can spend it, just because you could fit it in your schedule, just because you could do three things uh, this weekend. Uh, it doesn't mean you should, maybe you should slow down. Maybe you should take a break. Maybe you should have a pause. Maybe you should sit back. So balance keeps me stable. Remember that. Well, we got two quotes out of Tom today. So second one didn't count. I don't know who it came from. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. So that's basically all we have today. Let's kind of wrap it up. What's coming next on reaction therapy. What's coming out next on the podcast. Do you know any what's coming up or I, my big thing I have for next, what I would like to do next time. I'm going to let Nick run the show. Cause he's like producer engineer and all that stuff, but I want to dive into a mental health topic. I want to talk right. specifically about a mental health topic. And what I'd like to do, Nick, with your permission is put something out there into the community and say, if you're going to have a mental health topic talked about in our podcast, what would it be? And so that's like uh, addiction, PTSD, trauma, anxiety, depression, uh, any of those things. We can go over a whole yeah. bunch. We, maybe we give a list of them and, and see if people would vote on it, like if they want a particular thing. That way, instead of just reacting in a 10-minute video, I'm able to talk a little bit more about it and talk about specific situations, relationships, job situations, childhood, how you overcome grief and trauma loss. We can talk about it here. Yeah. That sounds really fun. I know also for some reactions, we have some good reactions coming up Mm -hmm. on our YouTube channel, um, which this is on. So we have, I know the NF journey is wrapping up fast as y'all are seeing this. The last couple episodes are coming out. And hopefully one day we get NF on this show to interview. And by the way, I am so anxious for the time we get to interview some of these artists. And I'm going to put them out there because I really am encouraged to be able to talk to them. It, it's all of them. It's Sophie Pecora, who has been amazing at talking to us. It's Dax. It's Knox Hill. It's Crypt. It's who, who are all the other people we talk? Oh, it's uh, Sick World. It's Sick World, yeah. We could go down. I'm really, honestly, every single person that I've reacted to. You want to talk to, yeah. I want to talk to you because I want to everywhere. hear about the mental health yep. field. Uh-huh. I yeah. really uh-huh. want to talk about the mental health field. So, yeah. No, I think that's good. Um, dream so, big. Yeah, dream big. I know. So we got, like I said, the NF journey coming to a close. We have a lot of, well, as you're not going to be seeing this, but this week coming up as we're recording, we have a lot of Juice World. Um, as as we go on, I know NF journey is getting down to the end. We're in the clouds mixtape. Um, Juice World obviously is a big thing. Eminem, we got some good songs coming out. So just look forward to all kinds of content out there. We might get some Kanye. So much fun. And, and yeah. check out Patreon. If you want extra yes, content, I'm just telling you, you don't have to, but check out Patreon because there is extra content there. And that community, that is a real, like, we want to support what you're yeah. doing. We care about what you're doing. and want you to keep doing it kind of thing. 
it's not an obligation, but gosh, it is so much more content than what yeah, you just get on YouTube sure. and totally worth it. And also, um, just for fun fact, uh, Patreon will get an extra episode of the podcast. That's so right. if you want to see more of us, they will get an extra episode every week. So yep. that's one perk of being a part of Patreon. They will also see this episode right now. We're doing a week earlier so than cool. the public. So, so that cool. is definitely a perk of being a Patreon member. It's just $4 a month. Um, I would highly suggest you at least check it out. See if you if you like this podcast, you want to see it early in the next episode, go check it out. Patreon. Isn't that a great part of Patreon? Dot com slash reaction therapy. Try it. Yeah. Don't like it, no big deal. Amen. Stop. But it's out there and everybody on YouTube, we love you. We love the fact yeah. that you would support reaction therapy. We love the fact that you would stick with us this long. And we really love the fact that you show us how much you care about us through the comments and through the feedback. And we really appreciate that. I appreciate your patience with me, with different artists. And I appreciate all the love that I get because it washes away any of the negativity that we see, which we do see. But I love the fact that you have been so kind, gracious and supportive and encouraging of what we're doing. So it's been a blast, Nick. Yeah. Any, what a great ride for the first six months. Yeah. Any, any last kind of thoughts you have? Anything you want to say before we wrap this up just thank you yes, number one for you, sticking sir. with me yeah. and for leading steering this ship right. and also thank you for keeping like the dream alive for us to do this because probably it would have stopped a long time ago if it was up to me because it just gets overwhelming it's a lot it to is. do but i love getting here in front of the microphone in front of the camera to be able to talk about mental health and spread mental health awareness to the world through music and lyrics and that's what we're doing i love yeah. this yeah, it's been a blast. Um, one thing I'll say, definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel so yep. you can get notified every time we post. Mm -hmm. Like this video if you're watching on YouTube and definitely download it if you're on Spotify or yes, Apple Music. Um, those downloads help a lot uh, with the traffic. So thank you all for watching this Thank episode, you first episode. so much. Yeah. You have no idea how much we are grateful and appreciate you, honestly. Yes. And we don't have an ending. What, what should our ending be to this? We'll see you on the next, next Reaction, Reaction Therapy, Therapy Podcast. Podcast. Ooh, nice.